It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Manchester Football Social, the Legends Preview. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Manchester Football Social, the Friday Night Legends Preview. I'm Natalie Pike, and joining me in the studio tonight, representing the blue half of Manchester, we have the one and only Gary Owen. Good evening, Gary. Hi, Nat. How are you? Very good. Always better to see you, Gary. Oh, I love that talk. <laughs> and we're also joined tonight. Now, I'm told this man is a real legend. Mickey T is, is, is off gallivanting somewhere this evening. We're hoping to speak to him later. So we're joined by somebody that you will recognise from the full-time Red Devils, it's Webby. Hiya, Webby. Good evening. I wouldn't say legend, I'd say legend. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what I was told. <laughs> and we're also and joined... you a few legends, haven't you? <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> we're also joined in the studio tonight by Manchester City fan, Rachel, because I wanted to get some more women on the show. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Natalie. So, loads and loads to talk about this evening. As always, on a Friday, we look at the manager's press conferences. So we're going to be discussing what Jose said about De Gea in his conference today. We're going to be looking about what Pep said. Apparently, he believes there's going to be a top five. There's a five-horse race for the Premier League this year. And I'll let you guess who's not in that five-horse race, according to Pep. Um, But I also want to hear your views. FIFA have come out today and said that they want to do a new World Club Cup. So Infantino has said that he wants there to be a tournament every four years in June that involves the top clubs from around the world. So from America, from Europe, from South America, the top clubs from around the world coming together, 24 of them playing every four years in June in a tournament. I want to know what you guys think about that. I had an immediate reaction to that, which I'll share with you later and I'll, and I'll get the, the immediate reactions of our, of our guests in the studio, but I want to know what you guys think about that. So can you text us, please? 87711 or give us a tweet at XS Manchester. But we'll start tonight. Webby, we're going to start with you tonight because you're a bit outnumbered, love, in the studio tonight, aren't you? Bless you. Um, although Joe's lurking in the background and if, if you think she's getting picked on, I think he'll 
he'll jump in. But what do you make about what Jose has said today in his press conference? So De Gea has a contract. It runs out in the summer, but United have an option of extending it. But Jose has said he's not confident that they'll get a new deal in place. He also said, though, he's not worried by that. What do you think? Well, I'm, I'm looking at it now, and you're looking at it, he's been our player of the season for the last four years, and rightly so, you know, he's saved us that many points and been a major part of the team, but I wouldn't blame him. You know, looking at some of the people who are playing in front of him, the boy should be winning things, you know. Mm. But I said start of the season, he had a bit of a dodgy World Cup, and for me, he's not the same keeper he was last season. Now, that's no criticism of the gentleman. He's a great keeper, but some of the goals what's going on this year, you'd expect them to save them. Now, mm. they all go through a bad patch. Will he sign? I wouldn't. I would not call him if he didn't sign. We'd, mm. we'd have to get to next season, and if he doesn't sign that contract, look to sell him and get a world record. You know, because on his day, he's no better goalkeeper in the world. That's my point of view, and it's shared by a lot more. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a go if he didn't. He's got to be challenging for trophies. You know, yeah, at the moment, yeah, somewhere at his not, level. We are not challenging for trophies. The main trophies, you know. So I won't put it past him. You know, Nat. Sorry, um, when maybe said he should have saved some of the goals that went in. I'd probably say the opposite. He probably saved some that he shouldn't have saved. Yeah, he's, I mean, because he's been yeah. he, he's been out. I mean, Arsenal stands out. Listen, you can talk many many games. You don't become player of the year four times for a club season, stature. Gary, yeah. But a few this season, yeah. you're expecting him to get to him, and he hasn't got to him. But like you're saying, it's the players in front of him. If you're the <coughs> if you're the goalkeeper, and each week your centre halves are getting changed because the manager's swapping. He don't fancy him. He's taking him off after 15 minutes. It doesn't build your confidence. If you look at United in the great times under Fergie. Palace to Bruce every week. Look at our well, well, welcome to our world. We well, now the central defenders played together all season every week. You know, so yeah. goalkeepers breed confidence in that. So maybe it's just a niche and we're back to his best form. But we're we're the opposite again because our central defenders never play together. You've Stones has played with Laporte. He's played Gally, with Gally, Gally, you've got nine. You've got eight or seven decent ones. Mm. We've got one. You know? Who's that? Small interception. <laughs> oh, right, OK. I'm, just, uh, I'm, I'm glad just, you pointed that one out, but it was just, I'm just evading being me. That if you look at our yeah. defenders, that some of them should be at the club. Smalling, definitely, I agree with. Hey, I like you already, Webby, you know, because Mickey Thomas, he's famous in this studio for sitting on the fence a oh, bit. sat in a few fences. <laughs> But I can tell you don't sit on well. the fence. <laughs> um, yeah, so so he's been be your, your um, player of the year four times, an unprecedented four times. Yeah. Um, Juventus are reportedly targeting him. Um, if he goes, do you think he fancies Juventus? He fancies a club that is challenging for the Champions League? I was just saying to Gary off before, obviously the Juventus game on Tuesday, at, some, at points of the game, it was like a cat playing with an half-dead mouse. No, just giving that little bit of a prod to see if it was still alive. That's what it was like, I'm being honest. I'm not saying second half we was a lot better, but we didn't pressurise him. You know yourself, Gary will tell you, you're these Italians, they don't like it straight in the face, which United should have done from the word go, but they never, mm. and they let them dictate the, the play. And they had another two or three games to go up Juventus, and 1-0 flattens us in a way, because if we equalised, they'd score two or three. You know, Webby, I've said it on the show many times, and I've said it publicly as well, is that... Um, United under Sir Alex Ferguson, if you'd have had United to score in the first 15 minutes of a Champions League game at Old Trafford when Sir Alex was in charge, you'd have had more money than soft Mick because first 15 minutes to get to get themselves in front and then that's the catalyst to, to then go on mm. and win the game comfortably. And with United, and as I also said in here, when they played Newcastle, which, which was a big game for United, and well, it was considering the build-up to it, the 2-0 down at half-time, 
and we're discussing and said, what you actually do is get out and get right into the faces. They've got no confidence. Get out, get the crowd behind them, get everything else, get a goal in front, get the crowd, and then don't take your foot off the pedal, slam them in, get in with a good half-time uh, um, uh, break mm -hmm. so you can go in and, and you've got the cushion of a couple of goals. In fact, it worked the other way. Yeah. Then it, it seems to me with United, Chelsea, Juventus, whoever it is, United, Newcastle, they only start to play when they're goal behind. It's like as though they need to get smashed for them to come out. Well, if you look at a couple back. of matches last year, the City game, the Derby game, yeah, the, the, could have been four to five at half oh, time, could have complained. Yeah, then yeah. you've got to look at Crystal Palace away. Yeah. We didn't start playing till we're 2-0 down. Yeah. Same at Newcastle. We shouldn't have to do that. Mm. But you've got to look at the way we're setting up in the games, the way the manager's playing two defensive midfield players at home against yeah. certain teams. It's his prerogative. Gary, and it's, it, it, or that if you're playing AC Milan or a big boy in the European Cup, then you'd understand. But playing two against Derby County at home in the League Cup, you know, come on, Jose, you know, we can see it all. It was just, it's just, it set the players to say, listen, come on, we're 2-0 down here, let's have a go. And mm. three games, we've done it. Mm. But does it set us to go behind? It shouldn't do. No. Webby, where are you standing on the remain and leave vote? And obviously, I don't mean Brexit here. Um, on the Wednesday night show this week, um, they were talking, I forget the name of the um, of the social media, the sportsmen, sportsmen yes, were yes. running remain and leave. Um, out of interest, from a man that clearly speaks very honestly, how, what are you feeling about that? To sack him, that, it cost us a lot of money. Right. They're not going to do that, I would own it. Yeah. You know, if it comes really, really bad, they'll have to do it. But as it goes on, see, our owners are happy with fourth. Not the fans, mm. not the players. Because of the business model, they're happy with the money is, that's yeah. being made. The brand, as yeah. they call it. Not the football club, the brand. So, for me, that's disappointing. Uh, will I f do I think he'll be there next season? No. Mm. I know he signed that new contract. But I, I said it the other day to my mates uh, in the pub. Look at City, and this breaks my heart saying it. If you look what City did with Guardiola, they got him in nine months before, asked him what plays he wanted, what staff. Mm. Done it done it the right way. We won't do that. If you look at our last three people since the great man left, they've all been free. You go out and want a top manager. Just say United wanted Pochettino tomorrow. Mm. They, they cost him 20 million plus for the sacking of the manager and to bring him in. And United will probably look that way again, get somebody who's out of work and it's not good enough. Yeah, you've got. That's a, gr a great point you raised there. You, you look at Chelsea, and the manager's name has suddenly oh. gone out of my head. Um, they, they, pl they clearly Chelsea went and they wanted him and they bought him from the club and they've brought him in and they've they spent the money. Sorry, sorry, yes, they've spent the money bringing him in. Um, and look at the results they're having already. So that's a really interesting point. I've also read here that along with De Gea, you've got Ant Anthony Martial, Juan Mata, and Antonio Valencia, who are all out of contract. There's nine of the contract. Yeah, there's nine. Obviously, Shaw signed. A lot of them have got the year option. Is that to, concerning to, for you that it looks it, like they? Do you think they're waiting to see how you do this season? I think they're waiting to see who comes in. I know the managers uh, upset quite a lot of the players. It's public. Obviously, the public can see it. Whatever. What obviously the players is criticised behind closed doors are upset. Obviously, they, I think a lot of them are waiting to see who comes in. Does he stay? Mm. You know, Martial's for me. People keep going, give him a chance. Now he, he played at Chelsea. Scores two goals, does absolutely nothing against Juventus. You know, we we should have bigger and better players than that who, who are going to play nine good games out of ten. And if you're not good enough, you shouldn't be at the club. We've got too many average players at that club now. People who shouldn't be there. Uh, people say they're stealing. Fair play to them in my eyes, you know what I mean? It's a short career, get as much as you can. But there's too many average players, but they're all on big contracts and so they're not going to yeah. want to leave. Yeah. You know, and these ones into the last year, some of them 
will be let go. I think Valencia could be the end of his United career at the end of the season. Maybe a couple of others, but you can't be letting Martial's and De Gea's run down into the last year. I know they've got that year option. Mm. I always remember the Steve McManaman one at Liverpool when he absolutely mugged them off. Mm. He signed for Real Madrid and Liverpool was still playing him and he wouldn't go into tackles because he was scared of losing his contract at Real Madrid. You know, and he, he, he took the mickey out of Liverpool. Now, I'm not saying that the players are going to do it at United, but if you're on the verge of signing for a big club on a Bosman or whatever, you're not going to go in those 50-50s. You might as well be sat up in the stands for me or not even anywhere near the ground. Yeah, and that's got to be worrying for you as well yeah. when, you, when you've got arguably one of, if not the best keeper in the world on your books um, and he could go for free. Yeah, I don't think they'd let you go down to that, to be honest. Now, I think if he doesn't sign by the start of next season when he put that year option, then they've got to be looking to sell him. Yeah. He might refuse to go, you know, which is which he could easily do, which he'll get himself a lot of money. But if he goes to the big fee, he's still going to command massive wages because, like you're saying, mm-hmm. he is one of the best in the world. Rachel, as a City fan, you're hearing that De Gea might not be, n- might not sign a contract. Um, definitely United's best player. Um, we've had our problems with him. As a City fan, do you think... Yes. <laughs> I mean, it says a lot about him as a club if the best player of the season for the past four years has been the goalkeeper. Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be a massive loss for him. Um, he's saved him so many points um, over the past few seasons, so I'd be absolutely delighted if he decides to leave. <laughs> yeah, you the same, Gary. I'm bang on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Webby. No, Sorry. no, no. You're not, just you know how long we've waited for this position? <laughs> yes, my whole my whole life. Yeah. Yes, I often say that I'd like to go back and tell myself as a child it'll be I mean, okay. I mean, it'll after nine okay. games, I'm just looking at the table there. After nine games, United sat in ninth position on 14 points. They're already now nine points behind Liverpool and City. That, that's unthinkable to have that advantage after nine yeah. games of Premiership. How many goals have they conceded? Well, United, uh, the goal difference is minus one. Really? Minus one. They've conceded. Six Joe's points. coming in. Joe's coming in. He's had enough of this. Joe, Come on, Joe. Joe. <laughs> your stats out and banging Joe, I'm down for I'm trying to be no. neutral. The reason Should you're worried about that. Jose Mourinho, there's so much stick, is because you're this. worried about the time that Jose Mourinho leaves the door and you now get someone in who's half decent and then they're back at the top. Uh, and these guys will still be back underneath Should us. Should be fair, though. So stop pointing your thumb up. I'm just kidding. Well, to be fair, for the last five years, we haven't been I'm taking the mic back. For the last five years, we haven't been. So, Van Gaal, you did a good job on him, didn't you? One of the most successful managers in Europe. Said bringing someone in who's half decent. We Van haven't Gaal. had that recently. No, What's I'm not saying he was half decent. Moyes wasn't half decent. No, he wasn't one of the best coaches. Uh, oh, sorry. Would you just put the mic away for one second? Go so on would you take Van Gaal at Man City now? No, we've got Pep Guardiola. No, I said Pep Guardiola's gone. You take Van Gaal at Man City. Well, no, because you've killed you? him. No, 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 we've not no, killed him. You've already him. killed so him. Manchester United have killed just him. Just go and have a look. So the fact that, All how right, can we kill? How can we? you or me? I'm just saying, how can you kill someone's technical ability? I, I'm saying, if he was at Man City now, would he be any good, Van Gaal? All right. Would you take David Moyes? David Moyes? No, they made a mistake in well, their silence. Would you take Mourinho if you didn't have Pep? No. Not of my dead so body. What I'm saying is maybe it's not the man United is killing them. Maybe it's just the style of play that's happening now. I'm saying United need to get someone else who's okay. better. Uh, hear me out. Just hear me out. Up Van all Gaal. These stats Go and, and have a look. Forget to start. Go and have a look at Van Gaal's uh, history in football. What he's done as a coach. It is second to none. Second to none. With the top teams right across Europe, apart from Manchester United. David Moyes. The job may have been too big for him. Maybe we'll be able to tell you that from come from Everton straight to Man United. But. Charlie Ferguson chose him. Your leader chose him. But in that, in Second, that, and last but not least, guess what? We get Pep Guardiola. Then all of a sudden, you could almost, you could almost smell the gas 
from the Etihad to Old Trafford when we got Pep Guardiola. Guess what we've got to do? We've got to go and try and get somebody in. We'll bring in Mourinho. Oh. What I'm saying is, in that respect, you're saying that Van Gaal is second to none. So you're saying, OK, that's great. Are you saying that Pep Guardiola wouldn't do a good job at Manchester United? He'd do a great job at Manchester United. Oh, so why did Van Gaal do a good job at Manchester United? Well, maybe the same reason that Gary Neville's saying, saying. Maybe the same reason that Gary Neville's saying that uh, maybe the people in higher positions that has the purse strings and won't release it, maybe that's the difference. <gasps> right, I'm pulling the mic in here because the phones are going mad now. People are people are liking this now. They're liking oh, the lovely. heated discussion I between know, Gary. Dave, he's a safe fan. That means it's four on one. <laughs> I can handle it, Joe. Poor Joe there. Um, but, wow, yes, I think we'll all have a breather there. I very much enjoyed that, gentlemen. Um, I enjoyed the passion When we're in the break, have a look at Van Gaal's record and then come back. I'm going to do that, Gary. We're going to have a little <laughs> break. That's not the point, though, is it? We're it's all going to catch point. our breath and I'm going to try and chill Joe out. <laughs> we'll be back Sound in a minute. Stop. This is the Manchester Football Social, the Legends Preview. Welcome back. I'm Natalie Pike, and this is the Friday Night Legends Preview Show. I'm in the studio with Gary Owen, with Webby, and with our City fan guest, Rachel. Now, before the break there, we were having... Well, we were, I say. Gary and Joe, who's also in the studio and was getting enraged about the United talk, jumped in on the microphone. There was a heated discussion around Mourinho and uh, previous Manchester United managers. Um, and it's continued during the break, you'll be pleased to hear. A heated discussion continued in the studio about would City take any of the former United managers? Would they do better at City? Um, we, we were talking about Fergie when he started. Um, a heated discussion. Now, you are very, very welcome to get involved in this. You can text us 87711. You can tweet us at Excess Manchester, or you can give us a ring. Give us a bell. Tell us your views. We'll get you on the air. It's 0345 7625. And David has done that. David, good evening. Uh, you all right? Are you love? Tell us. Hi, Dave. Quickly, t- you better tell us first who you support so Joe can get annoyed. Well, well, uh, no, I'm, I'm, well, I'm a City fan, yeah. Um, well, well, you know, a lot of them have been obviously sad years watching them. Obviously, it's only in the recent times they've become good, obviously, since the takeover in 2008. Uh, but I just want to make a point with United. But they've got to remember, look, when I was growing up watching City as a kid, I mean, I think there was at one point we had like nine managers in one season. Yeah. I'm not joking, pretty sure we did. We had something like eight managers, eight or nine managers in one season. Yeah, you won't be far off. And we're just, and we're just going managers. through them. I mean, yeah, yeah, we got relegated in '95 under Alan Ball. It was a disaster for the club. We should never appointed him. He's absolutely useless. And then I think we ended up giving it temporary charge to Phil Neal. Then Steve Coppel got it for a month, and he, yeah. we don't know whatever happened to him. And then Phil Neal came in, gave it ace and Arthur. Then Frank mm. Clark got no, it no, easy right, disaster. You know, so we just went through them, and it's funny how roles are reversed. Now, when I was growing up as a kid at school, I got ripped off United fans for years. They were lifting league titles, the European Cups. You know, we were sinking faster than the Titanic. And it's kind of funny how roles are reversed now. Because City, to me, when I was growing up, I'd never seen us win anything of any significance until 1999 in the playoff final. I'd never seen us win. All All I was brought up on was relegations and power struggles. You know, I mean, if Peter Swears could see the car park now at City, he'd be having kittens. Because he's just a totally different club now. Obviously, because of the injection of money that we've got. But when I was going, it was almost like a working man's club, City. We were a bit of a tin pot club, I'll admit that. You know, and obviously roles are reverse where United now have kind of took the mantle of this kind of... From the outside looking in, 
it looks like a shambles to me, you know. And that's how City were run for years, as absolute shambles. And that's the reason why we dropped down to the third division of English football. Well, just say one and thing about, got... you said shambles about United. Shambles not financially. They're probably the wealthiest club in the world. Uh, and, and that's arguable, of course. But they are the, one of the wealthiest in the world. So the revenue is there. The, it's just that, Webby, I don't know what you think on this, but I think the recruitment has been bad. Gary, the, 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 the City fans spot on the club is a shamble from top to bottom. The people who are running the club aren't football people. But there's money there. City, there's money there. There's money yeah, there. It's City not had no problem. money. Then we nearly went yeah. out. Without John Ward, we would have gone out of yeah. business before. It just needs a total shake-up. The right people need to be brought into the club, football people, and the people who are running it now need to do what they do, like Mr Woodward. He might be a nice gentleman. Go back to your job of getting all these contracts and sponsorships, but stay away from the football, please. David, what do you think um, about what Pep said today in his press conference? He has said that um, it, we're in a five-horse race now for the title, obviously between between us, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool and Tottenham. Um, do you agree with him? Um, I don't think Tottenham are in it, no. But I think Arsenal are obviously surprised with this new coach coming in. Do I really think they'll win it? I don't think I just don't think they've got enough about them to do it. I think they'll get the top four. Um, but I certainly think it's between us, Liverpool and Chelsea. You can't write, write Chelsea out of it. But, you know, look, I could die an happy man. I never thought I'd see City win a league cup. Never mind league titles, meaning the Champions League. I, I, I'm happy. I've seen us win the title when Aguero did it. It's never going to get better than that for me. Unless, obviously, they go and win in the European Cup, which will be obviously magical if that ever happens. But... You know, we've just got to, sometimes with City fans, I think we've got to realise, you know, like, it's not, to me, United in the 90s, you did get a bit of an arrogance about them as a fan base. I saw that a lot with United fans, they were very arrogant, they were very lucky, mm. they were, were brilliant, and a lot of the time they were brilliant, you can't deny it, but the great, you know, the, the class of 92, you know, you got all your hands up with a great team, but the fan base didn't have an arrogance, so we were Man United and... We're going to, you know, yeah. take over this place and do it this way, do it the United way. I don't want City fans to become like that. We've become spoiled now. It's yeah, but you know what happens? Listen, kids... you know what happens? Definitely, David. It doesn't matter who you are. When you're winning, you think you're never going to lose. Yeah. And when you lose, you can't see where your next win's coming from. Yeah. And there is a supporter. Of course you are. If you're a top dog and you're winning all the games and, and you know, on a Saturday, it's easier to go to the pub and have a pint when your team's won than when your team's lost. Especially when there's rivalry in Manchester and it's probably happening in London, in Liverpool, probably more so in Liverpool, uh, Glasgow and Manchester than probably London, because London's got so many sides in I there. don't know, you know, Gary, I used to have a pint when we lo- when we lost. Well, of course you do. <laughs> it is. Of course there's going to be an arrogance, and there's going to be a set of supporters that we all used to say when we saw these coaches coming from God knows where to watch United, and we used to always say, look at them all, they all come from everywhere apart from Manchester, but we're getting the same coaches now, mm. <laughs> all yeah, similar right. places, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? And we're getting foreign. In mm. uh, in the citizens that I host on the match day web, there must have been, on the last home game, there must have been 10, 12 tables, all different nationalities had come for that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think David great made some great points there. Yeah, Thank you, David. And um, anybody wants to ring up, you can ring us 0345-111-7625. But yeah, I, I absolutely agree there with you, Gary. Rachel, do you ever worry as a City fan that um, as a fan base we might get a bit arrogant and forget about where we came from? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think um, at the moment I'm quite seeing it massively depends on sort of the age range. So for me and anyone sort of older, there hasn't quite the arrogance. But I am seeing in sort of the younger generation... Um, they are sort of picking up 
a bit of the arrogance because they can't really remember the the old times when we used to need two goals in the last minute to beat Gillingham to, to get out of that league. So I think, yeah, yeah depends quite massively on the age. Yeah, is that fair, Webby, that to say that in the 90s, United were a bit arrogant? Oh, I was fairly arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, your confidence in your team, bro, I never mm. thought we'd get beat. Yeah, you know, and going all around the world, watching them lift the, the treble, and we were talking, it's 20 years next year since we won the treble. You know, and it's frightening how... It comes in cycles, we know, in the 80s, mm. Liverpool were the dominant team, and we was most of the 90s and the 2000s. It'll come again. I don't think on. any team will dominate from now on. I don't think anybody. No. I don't care no. what you spend. You look at Leicester, Gary, and they come down and City will win it and then Chelsea could win it. Yeah. I don't I don't think someone's going to dominate no, like they did mm. in the 90s and the 80s. You, like Liverpool. You're going to find it's going to be between Chelsea, Liverpool, Chelsea, Liverpool, us, Arsenal, Tottenham, United, and, and unless Everton have a big input of cash... I think those six teams will be competing. All yeah. all seven teams will be competing. Yeah. All and and really depending, depending again which manager you have and and, the, and which quality of player you have will determine yeah. which team will will, will pip yeah. it. But then in our league we have the problem of in the Premier League is that we've not all, we've not only just got <coughs> that but to try and fight in Europe to get to the latter stage is very difficult because it's the hardest league to win that Champions League. You're yeah. playing the Premiership. So do you agree with Pep then? So he said today, uh, when asked about a five-horse race for the title today, he said, I don't have any doubt about that. There are only two points difference between five mm. or six teams. It's strong and Tottenham are always there as well. So are you, do you agree with him? Well, at this moment, I would say yes. You should never write United off, but yes, you will write United off. You know why? Because United are not good enough, as are City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, which are the top five, are good enough to sit in 10th position, nine points behind leaders, and pull that back when nine games have gone. I mean, mm. I could be proven wrong. It's not what United do now, but it's what City and Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham do. So they've all got to be losing as well. So, you know, yeah. you're expecting everybody to lose for them to pull those points back. You can't in the Premier League. You've got to have a good start. It's like a race. The, you know, the better the start, the more chance you've got to win in it. And, and, and the teams at the top have had a good start. When you think, and I've said this, we played nine, won seven, drawn two, and one of those is Liverpool away, which, which you wouldn't argue with. Goals against three, goals for 26, and we're only level on points with Liverpool and two points in front of Chelsea, Arsenal and Tottenham. That shows you how tight Yeah, we, we played Tottenham on Monday as well. Um, so in theory, if they beat us on Monday, they'll, well, not in theory, they will, they'll have more points than us. Um, of course, we play Tottenham on Monday night. Rachel's going along and we're playing them on Monday because there's an NFL match happening at Wembley between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Philadelphia Eagles because the NFL think it's okay to take their games abroad. Um, La Liga were in talks about taking one of their games abroad. Um, but I think it's good news that FIFA have come out today and opposed any plans that La Liga have to play in the USA. Are we all in agreement that that is a good thing? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Can you ever imagine City or United playing a Premier League game in America? Well, they were going to have the yeah, 39th were, weren't game, weren't yeah. they? The 39th yeah. game in places somewhere like Saudi Arabia or Dubai or uh, America. But on the continent, have uh, have a 39th game, didn't they? Yeah, I remember that a couple of years ago mm. when it, there was big noises made that it was going to happen, you know. And No, you don't want to be to watch United in Saudi Arabia or something. Yeah, but when like, you, you look... When you look, I mean, the audience is there. When United went pre-season mm. against, I don't know who they played, but it was 105,000 for yeah. a pre-season game. In America. Money yeah. talks, and, you know, does. money talks, unfortunately, but you don't want to be getting up at halfway through the night to watch your team in a league game across the world. You want to be going the next day, wherever it is. But like you say, money talks, and FIFA's stopped this at the moment. Mm. 
let's see if if it stays stopped with the Spanish game. So that's one thing that FIFA did today that we're all in agreement is good. Something else that FIFA have done today that perhaps we may, uh, maybe we won't all be in agreement, maybe we will. Uh, F- so Infantino, the president of FIFA, has come out today and he wants to revamp the FIFA Club World Cup. And he is talking about taking the top 24, well, not even the top 24 teams, that's not fair, 24 teams from around the world. So perhaps the top three or, or a certain number from different leagues all over the world. So he wants to involve America and South America, Europe, Asia, he wants to bring them together in June every four years and he wants to play a 24-team Club World Cup. Now, my immediate reaction without reading any details about it was a very distinct no. I do not like this. First of all, from all of you, I want to get what your immediate reaction was. Webby, what did you think? Too many games to start off with, you know. These players need a break. You know, you've got the European Championships, you've got your World Cup, you got your African Nations Cup. When are these players going to Confederation Cup. Confederation Cup. Confederation Cup. So they need a break. It's just FIFA trying to make more money out of a stupid competition What I'm not bothered about. So it's a definite... So they're trying to make a Super League into a Super Cup. Yeah, 2014. So play Champions League. Like, like a World Cup, well, but Well, the clubs. Champions League is like a Super League for Europe. Because yeah. what you're doing, you're getting the top four teams out of, out of all, every country. You're playing it on a... A league basis first that goes into a cup game. So it's Super League. It is a Super League yeah. of Europe, except they wrap and it up as the Champions League. Because they're not champions. <laughs> champions we won, when we won it in 99, we were second. Hmm? By Munich, we run us up. We shouldn't have been nowhere near yeah. the competition. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's strange, but it's money. And they're talking about bringing the old cup winners, cup winners back now, aren't they? Get rid of the Europa. Yeah, I no. don't understand it. Uh, Rachel, what's your instinct? Yeah, no, I'm in agreement. You see what happened with the World Cup um, this year, players coming back late to start the season. It just kind of puts um, sort of a, a negative for the top teams. So the lower teams that might not be in there have got better pre- preparation for the season. So, yeah, I just think too many games, more injuries for players. And, yeah, I don't, don't like the sound of it at all. No, me neither. Apparently, um, good news for us is that you wait for a fiercely objecting the proposals. Um, and surely there's no competition without Europe, surely, because, mm. you know, we... Is is it arrogant to say that in Europe we have the we have the money clubs we have people want to watch our clubs so if Europe walk out then then it's not going to happen surely it's not going to happen really it can't happen that but you know FIFA will keep going and going for it the TV rights the sponsorship this and that and then like you're saying players come back to go into your own competition and they're knackered. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the travelling would have to be yeah. done, especially if it's a world yeah. where you could be playing in Asia, you could be playing in America, you could be yeah. playing anywhere on the continent. So it's not like going to Europe for two hours. And we complain about that now, where players come back yeah. and say they're, they're tired. And it's not as though in our day where you'd, you know, you'd, you'd be travelling for God knows how long ago. Now, when you go into London, you're just getting a, a coach and get down there. You could be on that coach for six hours because the traffic on the M6 now. Yeah, private jets, then you then. It's six hours getting from apparently Lancashire Cricket Club to Old Trafford these days. <laughs> Um, another thing that's come up today, everyone. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm full of like things that have happened today. Today, um, apparently, this is a this is the one that I didn't know anything about, but you did, Gary, when I mentioned it to you. The International FA Board are discussing plans of whether to bring in a ban in place of making injury time substitutions. Mm. And apparently, it, they believe it's going to be a good way of reducing time wasting. Webby, what do you think? Not really. No, did for me. It's like all this decision about the the, the uh, fourth official with a camera. Let's stop it. 
And obviously, I always remember, was it Bolton who got relegated? He had a goal scored against Everton. Yeah. It was four yards behind the line, and those three points could have kept yeah, him up. Absolutely, and yeah, absolutely. And I do agree with that, but it's going to be like an American TV football game soon. There's going to be that many stoppages for the big decisions in the area, what's going to cost the club points to stay up and people's livelihoods. Because I know after the Bolton game, they had to release so many players and staff from the club. Yeah, and it that. But just for gold, let's forget about everything else because it'll just ruin the game for me. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I agree. Random stats here on this on this news report that I'm reading says last season, 129 substitutions took place in injury time. That's five percent of substitutions. Uh, very interesting. Yes, you follow, follow well, well, interesting facts is, here. The thing about it is, is if if the rules are you play for 90 minutes or 93 minutes, or 94 minutes, whatever the referee wants to do, and in that time space you can make a substitution then whether it's tactical whether it's not I mean some you have to make because of injuries but the lot yeah. of them is not because it's tactical they want to slow the game down stop if anybody's yeah. got the momentum yeah. we understand it's all tactical yeah. now if you're going to start stopping everything then we are going to change the game and and yeah. I mean that stopping a game and whatever then you would get the full full 90 minutes if somebody like doing rugby for 80 minutes they do they have somebody and they have that klaxon and they hurl it off. So, my, uh, you know, my thought on it is, if the referees, we yell, I mean, sometimes the referees get the yellow cards wrong, they get the wrong names. And they get yeah, the wrong yeah. So, if they can be helped in some way, we're trying to do it with uh, with VAR now. So, you know, you're only human, you are going to miss things. And we're seeing it even with six officials now, we're seeing that they're still making... <laughs> what do they do mistakes. behind the goal? I always say that. I think they're just there to watch a great view of the game. Yeah, they dodge a bullet because... You do nothing. The, 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 the mess they make up. Oh. I mean, you can think <laughs> of so many... T and even when they see something, they don't even... I know. Declare it. So what are, they, what are they there for? It's the best job in the world, that isn't yeah. it? I'd like that job yeah. myself. Right. So we've decided in the last 15, 20 minutes that we agree with FIFA opposing teams playing in America, and we're um, we disagree with them doing a Club World Cup, and we don't like a silly rule banning substitutions in injury time. I think that was a pretty productive 15 minutes. We'll be back after this break, and we're going to take a look at the games that are happening over the weekend. We'll try and get Mickey T on the phone to do predictions. This is the Manchester Football Social. The Legends Preview. Good evening, Manchester. This is the Legends Friday Night Preview Show on Excess Manchester. A nice and busy studio we have today. Uh, we have a representing the Red Half standing up for himself and for all you Reds, it's Webby. Mm -hmm. And from the Blue Half, Gary Owen and City fan Rachel are here. And then Joe, who, who wasn't supposed to be on air but got so passionately upset by what Gary was saying, grabbed the microphone and jumped in to stick up for the Red Half as well. Uh, so a lovely busy studio. We've covered loads tonight. Now this is the section where we do our predictions. Now, for you regular listeners, you'll know that there is a voice there that is missing, a much-loved voice that is missing tonight. So we're going to get Mickey T on the phone in a second, and we're going to do our predictions for the weekend. So, as you know, Gary and Mickey compete against each other every week across the season. Um, they get points for every time they get a result exactly right. If they get a win, lose, or draw right, we keep a tot of them up. And last season, Gary absolutely walloped Mickey. Now, Mickey says he's been concentrating this season and making a good effort so Gary Mickey Thomas and concentration <laughs> no, no, don't no, go no, together do you have the results from last week yes well in fact he was giving me a tonking at one stage because it was like something like 9-2 right and then the last two results I got exactly the right results so I got back to 9-5 on the Friday right 
and then on the uh, sorry on the Saturday and then on the Monday evening we had the show. I had three one for Arsenal against Leicester and bingo. <gasps> so he got the he got the score right. He said Arsenal to win, so he went ten eight. So he pulled two points back, but a little bit like the Premiership tables, looking between City and United. He's still languishing 19 points behind me. 19 points. Right, I'm going to get him on the phone now and see. Are you there, Mickey? Hi, mate. Matt, how are you? Mickey, I'm good. We're missing you this evening. Where are you? Why are you not with us? Well, I think the results at the end of the day went against me, so I thought I'm not going to go in the studio and play to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's following yeah, that trawler in Grimsby. <laughs> yeah, I'm following it now, Gio, I tell you. It's not very warm down here, by the way. But I'm prepared, lastly, obviously, for the big, big uh, prediction weekend, so mm. hopefully I can get one or two right. And you got City bang on last week as well, didn't you? And you tried to persuade us to give you extra points. No, but... I give him double oh, points. Oh, you did? I give him double points, didn't I, Mickey? Yeah, you did, Gio. You're very well, a 5 0 result was a good result. I mean, for United fans to say 5 0, I said, listen, if that happens, I'll double your points. And, and that's I think what I put 5 0 on that. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Right, Mickey, I believe that you're first this week, yeah, so let's get into it. Um, have you been? Have you done loads of like pre- preparation? Yeah, have you been reading yeah, the stats? All the way down. All the way down. Uh, and obviously, I stopped for three hours and, and, and obviously looked at him. Big, big, big surprises this weekend I've got for you, Natalie. All right, well, you're first, Gary tells me. So the first game of the weekend is Brighton v Wolves. What have you got? No, I'll break another great result, Newcastle, but I'm going to go for a surprise. Wolves get back on track. Wolves to win the game by 1-0. Ooh, and away win for Wolves, Gary. Well, Michael, we're on the same track, sure. but I'm going 2-0 Wolves. Ooh, oh, 2-0 Wolves. Right, so you've both gone for away wins. I'm going for a 1-0 Brighton on that. Um, oh, that would be an enormous win. Webby? Yeah, Webby, what do you think? I've gone Brighton 1, Wolves 1. Oh, right, OK. Um, squeak, right. squeak, that fence is starting to rig it. <laughs> right, next game, <laughs> next game of the weekend is Fulham versus Bournemouth. Gary, you're first? Yeah, Fulham, listen, they've not, uh, they've not started as well as you'd have expected. The first couple of games, you thought, oh, right, yeah, they spent a few quid, got some good players in, it's not going well. Bournemouth have had a great start to the season. Drew last week with Southampton, but I'm going for a Fulham win. They're at home, we'll just... Just have enough of, for Bournemouth having home advantage. 2 1 Fulham. All right, 2 1 Fulham. Mickey? Oh, I assume you had the same result as Gio there. <laughs> um, uh, I'm usually disappointed with that, so I'm going to go for something different now. I'm going to go a reverse scoreline. I'm going to go uh, Fulham 1 and Bournemouth 2. Yeah. Only Mickey can do that. I'm going for Fulham to win, but no, now I'm going to go for Bournemouth to win. I'm, I'm with you, Mickey. I've got to get results. I've got to try and go yeah. against you, haven't I? Yeah. I I'm, I'm with you. I think, you know, obviously Bournemouth doing incredible. Rachel, what scoreline have you got for Fulham Bournemouth? No, I'm thinking a Fulham win. A Fulham Craven win, Cottage okay. Craven Cottage is a hard place to go, so... Right, Mickey, it's just me and you together there for a, for a, full, for a Bournemouth win there. Um, the next game, Liverpool versus Cardiff. Now, Neil Warnick's come out today and basically said there's not a chance in hell that Cardiff are going to win this game. What do you think, Mickey? Well, I think he's right. <laughs> if they haven't got a chance to win that game I think Liverpool and the side performer in they will score goals how many that's the case um, I'll, I'll be I'm going to go for four um, and, and I don't think Cardiff can get any goals they scored four last week but that was a surprise you got four nil it's going to be for Liverpool OK Gary well we're going we're going the same way nearly all, all results so far I think no. Liverpool um will beat Cardiff convincingly. Cardiff, uh, enjoy your season because you're going straight back down. 3-0 Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I, I had 3-0 Webby. I've gone Liverpool 5, Cardiff 0. Yeah, so... Ooh, might be right, Webby. 
<laughs> We're all predicting a bag full for Liverpool then. That's a shame. Go on, Cardiff, do us a favour. Come on. Um, <laughs> next game there for you, Gary. First, Southampton versus old oh, lowly Newcastle. You know, Southampton not won a home for 11 months. No. Mm, 11 so, months? 11, 11 months have not won a home. <laughs> and it looks like uh, they're playing Newcastle. They're never going to have a better chance of winning at home. And I'm going to say they're going to break that up because they have to win at home sooner or later. They're going to beat Newcastle 1 0. Right. Ooh. Mickey? Well, I'm mean, surprised you haven't won for 11 months, but I still think that Gio, you're right in what you're saying. I think I'm going to go 2 0 to Southampton. Right. I'm going to just, for, for the, no, for on, the fun of it, I'm going to say 1 0 Newcastle because they've got to win a game Ooh. at some point as well. 1 0 Newcastle. What do we think in the studio, Rachel? I'm thinking more of a 1 1. I can't see. A draw, okay, okay. Webby? I've gone Desmond for that. Desmond. 2 2. Right, so we've got draws, a Newcastle win, and two Southampton wins in the studio. And a Desmond, yeah. And a Desmond, yeah. So who knows what's going to happen in that one. Right, Watford Huddersfield. I forget who's first here. Is that you, Gary? No, it's uh, Mickey. Oh, Mickey. Mickey, Watford Huddersfield. Yeah, Watford uh, will win this game. Great result last weekend. But, um, Huddersfield can't score. Uh, I'm going to go 3 0 to Watford here. Nice. Gary? Well, I'm going to surprise. I'm going to go 1 1. Ooh, okay. I think Huddersfield will shut up shot. They're a difficult side to break down. Um, I don't know why I've given them a goal because they don't score. I, was, I should really go 0 0, but I'm going to go 1 1. 1 1. I'm going 2 0 Watford there. And then the half past five kickoff on Saturday is Leicester v West Ham, Gary. Well, it's a draw all day long. I think yeah, West Ham yeah. needs to get back onto it, and I'm going for a Desmond. <laughs> right, you have to explain this to me after. Desmond 2 2. Oh, I've just got it! Oh, wow! <laughs> what are you going for, Gio? 2 2. Uh, Surprised me that. I think uh, West Ham uh, struggling of late. I think uh, Leicester have to get a good result. Uh, I'm going to go 2 1. To Leicester. Two Leicester. Yeah, I'm going for a one all draw. Uh, Webby? I've gone Leicester 2, West Ham 1. Ooh, Rachel? Yeah, I was going to say Leicester one as well. They impressed me against Arsenal in the first half um, over the weekend, so no 2-1. Now, OK, so again, a bit of a spread of a spread Ooh. of opinions here in the studio. I like that. <coughs> I like that. OK, so moving into Sunday, we've got half past one kickoff between Burnley and Chelsea. Mickey? Yeah, hey, Burnley, um, not the great season for them so far. Chelsea really looking strong. I'm going to go Chelsea to win the game by two goals. You know. Yep, same. That's what I'm going for. Gary? I'm going 1-0 Chelsea. Oh, really? Mm. O'Reilly. O'Reilly? Very no, really, O'Reilly. Okay, Webby? I've gone Burnley 1, Chelsea 2. Oh, okay, cool. Rachel? Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking a big Chelsea win, maybe 3-1. 3-1, okay. So we're all thinking Chelsea are going to win that one. Um, and then another half-past one kick-off, you've got... Pa- ah, because they're playing... Because they're playing... They played on the Thursday nights. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. I'm going to go... It's a London derby. Palace will be difficult to beat. I, I saw... I was watching mm. Arsenal in midweek in that European time. They weren't convincing to me. I know they won it in the end against uh, Lisbon, but I'm going to go draw. Yeah, me too. 1-1. Oh, I'm going to all. Yeah, I agree. Mickey? Um, interesting, that, Gio, because it will be a tough game. Palace need to get something. Um, Palace will score. I'm going to go Palace 1, Arsenal 2. OK, so we're getting a bit of division mm. here. This is where you're going to get some points, if you're right, Mickey. Well, hopefully. Try and hopefully make up on not. Gary. 
Right, and that leaves I'll, I'll us... Lose <laughs> I'll lose some. Or maybe lose some, yes. More like... Um, sorry, Mickey. Uh, and so the last two games of the weekend, so Sunday, 4 o'clock, the big kickoff between Manchester United and Everton. Manchester United leaving their hotel Sunday morning, probably, mm-hmm. if they're intending to get there on time. Saturday, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday evening. Saturday evening, yes. Sleeping the in, the, there, in the changing yeah. rooms. Um, yeah, what do we think on this one? Mickey, Who's first? You. Mickey. I think me for this one, yeah. I think Everton uh, picked up good results of late. Uh, they got a dreadful record at Old Trafford. Uh, I think that will continue. I'm going to go uh, United 2, uh, Everton 0. No. Okay, All right, well, I've gone for United win. I've gone United 2, Everton 1. Yeah, that's what I've gone for. Mm. Right, Webby, mm. what, are you, what are you thinking about it, the result, but also what are you thinking about this game? It's a game we've got to win. End of, end of that, you know. Mm. I said that the other week, obviously, starting at Chelsea. We was unlucky not to win at Chelsea, but we never. Tudor was a different story, but we got a win on Sunday. I've gone United two, Everton nil. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone two one, Rachel. Yeah, two one United for me as well. Mickey, how important is this game on Sunday against Everton? It's, it's, it's a huge game uh, in terms of centering the league at this moment in time. So, uh, not to get maximum points would be a bit of a disaster. So, it's a home game. You don't win that two away games uh, for us. And a little game against City coming up after that as well. So we yeah. know we have to you know, win this game to put us in a position of staying in contention. It's very, very difficult, but we have to get maximum points. Absolute must win for United there. Yeah. Although, yeah. yeah, staying in contention, Mickey might be stretching it a little bit, but um, I'll, I'll give you that one because I like <laughs> I you. you. No, I can't argue. I, I can't argue. <laughs> Right, and then we're moving on to Monday evening with Tottenham versus City. This controversial Monday night kickoff there. What do you think, Gary? Um, we're beaten convincing the last season. There, it's not going to be as convincing. I think uh, uh, Tottenham, Tottenham always make it hard for us. Um, there'll only be a goal in it, but I'm going to say the goal will have the advantage. I'm going for a two-one win. Yeah. Although. Although something keeps telling me a draw is written all over it, but I'm going to go for a 2-1 City win. 2-1 City win. Me too. What are you thinking, Mickey? Well, I think a City win, they try to send out a huge statement. You know, they are going to be difficult to beat. I think Tottenham, yeah, they're, they're good form in the league. Two points behind Gary Oddy. Um, yeah. Only I two. Tottenham winning <clears throat> Only two points. But I think I have to say, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. I think City will win this one. Uh, I'm going to surprise you. Tottenham won City three. Right. Webby? I've gone the same, Spurs 1, City 3. Rachel? Yeah, I'm going City uh, 2, Tottenham now. City seems to do well at Wembley, so... Nice, I like that. So the United fans have, have gone for a more convincing City win. Um, I like that, everybody. Right, well, that is it. We're pretty much bang on there, everybody. Thank you very much for your contributions tonight. It was lovely to meet you, Rachel. Thank you for joining us. Mickey, hopefully we'll see you soon. Okay, have a lovely yeah, time where, care, Mickey, wherever yeah. you are. Um, Webby, it's been a pleasure. A very oh, yeah. honest United fan, which is, which, is, which is nice to hear. And Gary, lovely as always. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. No matter whatever games you're watching, have fun and we'll see you next week. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.